You're listening to a podcast from 702. As we try and uh, get into on to the line, I thought let's uh, immediately start with uh, a song from his uh, latest offering. And, um, and, and as soon as we get him, he'll tell us more about this one. Colors of the Rainbow, that is the name of the album by Reselailo Selota, and I've just played you that song, Eight Colors of the Rainbow, and it features LB. Welcome to the show, Reselota. Hello? No, that's good. Welcome to the show, and thank you so much for agreeing to do this uh, with us. I can tell you personally, it's a huge honor, and uh, I was pretty nervous preparing for this interview because I'm thinking, here's a gentleman that has spent at least 20 years officially doing this thing called jazz. And you know, jazz connoisseurs, they don't take lightly to someone who doesn't know much about this uh, um, discipline. And I thought, what on earth do you start asking a man that has achieved this much um, in the name of Salado Salota? But then I thought, you know what, actually, let's keep it simple. Let's play the music. And let's ask the man to tell us about his music. And I thought, let's just dive into your latest offering, uh, Eight Colors of the Rainbow. And uh, tell us about the the song, Eight Colors of the Rainbow, because I thought the rainbow only had seven colors. Yeah, um, indeed, uh, you know, Eight Colors of the Rainbow. I I took it, I used the the title. Mm. To, you know, to kind of uh, mirror the kind of society that we have in South Africa. Right. We were we were aiming and hoping and very much convinced by our leaders that uh, we we are a new people. We are a new country. We are shaping a country that is welcoming everybody that is together. And then we had a you know we had a moment where we were regarded as the rainbow nation. Mm. So when I look at the Rainbow Nation, for me, I see a scattered people mm. um, who are not together. Mm. And then I thought maybe may, let me introduce one character or one color mm. that would uh, bind them together. Mm. And I don't think there's any glue or binding matter mm. that can bind something as much as love can do. So unconditional love towards one another, love for my country, love for my fellow men and women, mm. love for my children, love for my parents, and love for my partner. It is interesting that you, you bring this eighth element of love because you know, I was thinking about, about it the other day and 
and, and maybe it's just crossed my mind or, or it's just went over my head, but I've never heard a political party actually mention love in their manifestos one way or the other. And I'm, I mean, it's, uh, it might sound cheesy and all that, but if we all agree that love is what binds us together as in, in our families, friendships and so on, I wonder why it is that politicians don't actually play with this binding glue. Because for me, when I am listening to you, it makes complete sense that we are humans, we are love and we are made out of love. But when it comes to politics, it seems as if this love thing isn't really included. And I'm not talking about this you know, feelings in your belly type of button, but just the, the true sense of being, you know. Um, I don't know whether yeah. it makes sense to you, that is a lot. Well, they, they, they try to shy away from the word and they go uh, kind of, they gravitate towards the word Ubuntu. And right. Ubuntu seems to be a little bit a mystical word, something that <laughs> it's almost like, you know, Ubuntu must, uh, only a certain type of people should have Ubuntu. Mm. But Ubuntu doesn't really uh, describe love because Ubuntu was regarded as a way uh, a, a way in which people were able to forgive during the truth and reconciliation period. Mm. And that's, this word came very much strongly and said because it's because of Ubuntu. But that that is just one part because then that Ubuntu seems to be subscribed or prescribed to a certain people only but mm. love even even somebody who 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 is very uh, cruel mm. still has love yes you know somebody who 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 even somebody who hates yeah he has love <laughs> he chooses to to project his hate instead of love wow I didn't actually think about it in that way. Uh, I'm obviously speaking to a wise man who over the years has, has observed, over the years has made mental notes, over the years has felt. And I would like us to take us way back uh, in the beginning, um, your journey in this, um, in this space called music. Um, what do you recall? How does it start? I'm just giving you, an, you know, a blank canvas for you just to tell us where it started, what you can remember, and we'll take it from there. I think um, with me, I always had this void in my in my heart, in my soul, in my spirit. Mm. Um, when I finished my high school, I, w- I was actually uh, finishing my high school as finishing school. You mm. know, at home they say no, it's school So when I finished my matric, I was finishing the school. You know? <laughs> yes, it was the end of learning. Yes, there yeah. was a vo- but yet there was this void inside me, which was a question mark. Mm. What do I do? Where where do I want to go? What do I want to be? Mm. And uh, of all the things that I've looked around, there was nothing that could resonate um, uh, with me. Mm. It it took a long time for me. Uh, only later, when I was in the in the gold mines, I was working in the mines, and uh, there was a man who was living in the same block with me. And he had an accordion. Mm-hmm. And this man, on weekends, he would uh, pull out his accordion, a Musoto man from the suit. Right. And uh, that the chilies. He would pull out his accordion and start playing. Right. And soon I realized that he's not the only one. There's another man by the name of Hanson Dimitri, who was from the Eastern Cape. Right. And I followed this man, and I started uh, asking them to, to even if they can give me for just for a few minutes to try it out. So I tried it out. I started out, as, uh, you know, almost as an accordion player, but <laughs> never really. 
But when I when I tried it, I I kind of within a few minutes, ten minutes, I was able to now play something. Wow. Uh, that was musical. That's when I realized, oh, this thing actually, it's calling more deeper than I thought. Mm. Yes. And uh, your 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 parents, uh, do you come, um, or maybe not even your parents, but your family, do you come from a musical family at all? Or your interaction with the accordion, was it the, f- the, the, the first and one moment when you realized that I could actually try my hand in music? My, my interaction with the accordion was the first time. I, I sure. can tell you, that only now, only now, um, my mother had never expressed anything in music. Has never. I grew up. I was brought up by uh, my mother. Mm. I I grew up not knowing where my father is. Mm. I only met, got to meet my father in my later years, like when way after, maybe you know, way after twenty. I turned uh, maybe I was twenty three. Twenty three. Uh, yes. Sure. And I yeah. Only, Oh, <laughs> only now uh, when we, when I went home for, because my my father was was being laid to rest in October this year. May soul rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. When only when I looked at uh, at the obituary, I saw that one of uh, the loves that my mother loved was actually music, mm. but he was not a musician himself. Mm. They they put it there that he loved music. Uh, he loved education. He was a great man. Um, who contributed a lot into the in the, in the education system of of Limpopo? Mm. Yes. At the age of twenty three, here you are looking for your father. Um, how was how was that journey, that part of your life? And uh, you know, I, I won't even ask you why you had to go out look for your father. I think it's quite an obvious answer. But um, but but if you want to answer it, you can. But what um, what uh, how, how was the journey like uh, going to go look for your father? Then um, at that time, I realized that I was a very, there was a turmoil, a turmoil, you know, there was a lot of conflicting feelings within me. Mm. Um, and when I looked at it, I, I found, I realized that I was very much bothered by my identity. Right. Who am I? Mm. Where do I come from? Uh, what are my people like? Yeah. Or where, which type of people do I come from? So yeah. um, the quest, it, it, it was so much boiling that I even wanted to change the kind of names that I have. Yeah. I, was, I was imagining myself, renaming myself, yeah. uh, someone, someone, to establish this identity. Yeah. And so, you know, once I... I picked up the lead that I could find my father is in Sishiro. Mm. I remember one night I, I got in a, on a train, mm. uh, the main line, this old uh, main line train that used to travel overnight from Johannesburg to Polokwane. Right. I got in Pretoria and I had a, my acoustic guitar with me. It was during that time as I was, as I was, you know, kind of in a war with mm. myself of how am I going to react when I find him, how am I going to be? It was during that time that when I, I had my acoustic guitar in my hand, mm. during the middle of that sound of the train, I found the quietness when I strummed that guitar, the first time I strummed the E chord. Mm-hmm. And I tried to play a melody. And the melody, the first note says, that's how the song was born. Mm. 
it was in the train and that that is that became my first composition and one of my biggest uh, strongest songs ever written when you got to Sesheho, uh what happened i i i i kind of um, arrived in in, in Polokwane and the following day i had an appointment to kind of i had a, a, a made contact with him and said mm-hmm. i would like to meet you and he said okay let's meet uh, he, he chose the place to meet and it was at the post post station i mean a post office in ladana mm-hmm. uh, so he had to, to describe i will be driving this type of a car mm-hmm. <laughs> and the number plate is such and such wow. and the color is such and such mm-hmm. and so so we, after a while around five o'clock during when the sun was just setting. I even remember the the orange, the orange of the of the west side, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, and uh, I saw the car advancing slowly, and I saw this is the car, this mm-hmm. is the man. Yeah, and he slowed, and then I went to the car and knocked. What it, it didn't stop fully. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was still moving, and as I was knocking on the window, as it was moving, he opened the window and said, "Can I help you?" And I said, "Is it me you're looking for? Who are you looking for?" He said, "Are you? Is it your Timmy?" So they call me Timmy at home, right? For uh, for Timothy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was very unique. That was quite special. <laughs> I'm glad you find him. You found him, that Tessalota, because many are looking for their parents, for their fathers or mothers, and they have got no idea to start. And for me, that is a yeah. lovely story. Uh, hearing that it it somehow had a good ending. But staying with Sisheho, I know you've got a beautiful story that you tell about Sisheho and how you understand Sisheho to mean. Um, if you can tell that story in under two minutes uh, before we get we go to uh, headlines with Fisos. Sesero is the name of a huge uh, basket that used to be knitted by old women at home. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to knit this basket to store grain and, and corn when, when they would predict that sometimes there would be some uh, a drought mm-hmm. and therefore no food. They would, they would knit this, uh, build a sesero mm-hmm. that they will dig a big hole in the middle of the crawl and put it there. Even if it rains, that place, that area doesn't get wet because of the cow dung. Okay. Uh, so, so meaning you can store grain for at least up to five years in that hole. Hmm. So for me, Sishiro, the township signified that wealth, that, that richness, hmm. uh, the food of knowledge, hmm. uh, the lessons that I would learn from somebody who, who brought me into this, who was responsible for, for me coming into this world. Hmm. So Sishiro resembles a place or a basket or a place of of wealth where i would i would get my soul nourished and fed mm. Mm. Yeah. Lovely. Uh, well, the only thing that I know about Sesheru, and as you know, you'll hear many guys saying, I don't know about Park. You know, we will knife you if you don't behave. And, and I refuse to believe that that is the only uh, good thing that can come out of Sesheru because I've met quite lovely people who are musical, by the way, uh, who have spent their years in Sesheru. And when you told the story uh, of Sesheru, I knew that and there that I was always right. If you are going away, remember to take 702 with you on the 702 app.
It is 1334 right here on 702. Welcome back to the show and so much, uh, uh, thank you so much for staying with us. I'm on the line with uh, a musical genius, Reselailo Selota, and we are talking about his 20 years in the music industry. We are celebrating 20 years of Reselailo uh, Selota in the, the music industry. Someone that not only is a producer, a guitarist, a teacher, a composer, um, but to me, Ndade uh, Selota is a great storyteller and uh, I would, I'm going to play you the song and I'm going to ask you, Resoluta, just to, uh, just briefly to uh, give us uh, your own understanding or version of this song. It doesn't come from the latest album, um, Eight Colors of the Rainbow, but because of the storyteller that he is, because of the meaning of the song, I, I thought let's just deviate a little bit and, uh, and, and just get him to tell us this story about this song, uh, Malamja, from his uh, previous offering called La Beng Laga. from uh, Resolalo Seluta and the uh, name of the album La Peng Laka. Resoluta, I remember listening to this uh, to that song and I felt sad and a little bit confused about why people would be eating mcha. <laughs> Which is a dog by the way. Yeah, so what is it that you know? What made you write that uh, uh, that song? It's very ironic, right? Yep, it is. It is, and it ties in with uh, with. Uh, I mean, I know it's a, uh, it's uh, what can I? I can't call it a proverb, but it is a saying that you know when 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 you don't have money when you are broke, you normally say rejamja or we don't like that 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 signifies that you are out of pocket and all that. And twenty twenty for most of us has really been a year more thing. But anyway, let's not deviate. Tell us about this one. <laughs> well. The song itself, not the music uh, per se. Yeah. The song, as it is, as a as a vocal, uh, I had it. I think I must I must have been between seven and nine years old. Mm. Um, I was at a wedding mm. uh, in the evening. It was very late, probably around. Not even in the evening. It was around two a.m. in the morning, where boys are sitting around the fireplace mm. in, next to the crawl, mm. and the old man men who were cooking the insides of a of a a cow that was, was slaughtered for the wedding mm. um the family i think is uh, the matos right Kamato. so you know i had this song being sung by old men mm. it was it shocked me just as much as you're shocked yes uh, we all we were young boys sitting around the fire we were all we went quiet none of us said anything about it mm. But looking at my environment, I grew up in a very uh, arid environment whereby crops are been not not growing much even now. Mm. And uh, but the dogs were the best friend mm. uh, that we took when we go into the forest to look for the, our cattle or, yeah. or to, to hunt as, as shepherds or to hunt. Yeah. You know? mm. And sometimes we get so attached to our dogs such that if we we are we have cornered a baboon. 
is one of the most dangerous animals. Hence, in the same album, I've got a song, Cheneke Marara. Very complicated oh, animal. Song. Yes. So now, if if a, if if an, a, a baboon grabs one dog, you you sure it's gonna kill it. Yeah. But sometimes we feel so jealous and so attached that I could carry this dead dog and take it home. As you say, sometimes people don't have. Mm. We never ate it. Mm. Uh, we never ate our dogs. But um, there was this attachment that we could even bury them. Mm. I mean, I remember at one point, my first time, my grandfather forced me to bury the dog when he died. He mm. was killed by the kettle, uh, kind of trampled by the kettle. Mm. But the song comes from there. It comes from an old time uh, when I was at a wedding and I heard that. And they were talking about Morena Sitoaba, uh, whom first name is Timothy. I was mm. named after him. Those who call me Timmy. Mm. was named after that Morena Sitoba was among those men who were singing the song. I look at I t- I look the so- at the song and I, I create a story around it as a hunter's lament. Right. The one who's mourning for his dog that if he could yeah. he would look at this dog more like his own sheep. Yeah. That has been slaughtered and it is his you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh it takes me straight to my childhood as well when I lost my dog and I thought, you know what? I will never own a dog because again, because just uh, because of the sheer love and the attachment um uh to uh, to this beautiful pet. So we've got uh, Bani from Bragban Resoluta who's got a question for you. Yeah. Welcome to the social. Bani? Bani? Okay. I don't oh. seem to uh, Bunny, can you hear me? Yes, so we can hear you loud and clear. Please see your question to Resolute. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and stick to my original story because it just took me on another uh, journey with the story of the dog. Yeah. And similar feelings. That's why I don't want the dog anymore. Yeah. But the reason actually why I called <clears throat> that I was blasting your CD. You can Gela Silota on, on Saturday. So hearing your voice this morning in, in, in the show, I resonated so much with your story. I was upset with you for interrupting you, not finishing the story of your father. Because, it, 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 you know, I've always had the feeling that um, some other people must, be, uh, must have gone through the same journeys. Mm. And yeah. I wasn't as musically gifted now or introduced to music as you were. But some of the things that you said was like, wow, it's mm. exactly the same feeling I had um, for the two. And we had exactly almost everything that you said, how you were introduced to your father. So I was really yeah. interested in, 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 in that space. And it took me to the song of um, the late Yuma Sikela because I took a train also to Bogsburg. Yeah. And that sound of the train. Yes. So when I heard Yuma Sikela's song for the first time, it reminded me of that journey on a Saturday morning mm. where yeah. there was not many people in the train. And just listening to you now, how you started and playing music, took me back to that and, and introduced me to something to say. But this is how these stories and these songs that we sometimes feel connected to, but you don't really know why. And I only yes. speak English and Afrikaans, but sometimes I listen and I listen to your series, not understanding a word that you say, but I can yes. resonate to so much that you are saying without understanding. And people always make fun of me mm. because they would ask me, what are you saying? And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I can connect to the music. <laughs> connect to the music. And every December I say, I'm going to buy the book. 
Zulu for dummies or Venda for dummies or whatever for dummies, and I just don't get it. But um, <laughs> listening to your story, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it as pure and as fresh. Not wanting to understand what you are saying, but wanting to connect to your music. So I I, I thought that I had to call into this. Story. No, thank you, Bunny. Yeah. No, thank you, Bunny. Thank you so much, Bunny. Finish, finish, finish your story. Finish your story. Please, but do not interrupt. I won't. I won't. I won't. Um, the, the question is, he, he, uh, Bunny just wants to find out um, what, how the conversation between you and your dad went on that, on that beautiful day, I dare call it. Look, um, I loved my father, okay? And I... I I believe that he loved me, mm. um, but the conversation on that very first day was was very short. Um, I got into the car, and you know he he already learned that I had been in the mines, and he wanted he said to me he wanted to take me to college. Mm. I said, oh, wow, college! <clears throat> you want to take me to college? Which college? And he said, <laughs> Doctor C N Patuji Teachers Training College. I said, Yo. <laughs> Yeah, I would love to be a teacher if I have to. I, I just mentioned earlier that he, he was an academic. Yes. Um, actually, by the time he retired, he was the, the head of the, the education system in Limpopo. Hmm. So, uh, so I said to him, if I have to be a teacher, I will have to be a teacher of what I love. Yes. And um, the next question was, where do you live? He said, he lives in Sishiro. I said, okay. Uh, when can I visit you? He said, uh, well, they don't know you in my family. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, oh, are you going to help me go to college? And then uh, when I have to see you or when you come in to see me, we're going to hide behind a big wall. Mm-hmm. If that is the case, please drive me to the bus to the bus station now. I would mm-hmm. like to leave. <laughs> and he drove me to the bus station. He, you know, he, he saw that I was very aloof and very upset immediately and he had to drive me to the bus station and i got off the bus that was our first meeting it was it went very short yeah and i'm sure many so, stories to yeah, we, tell we never we never sat down for a drink or anything yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh many stories to tell but uh, from baba to ma which is a song that comes from uh, the latest offering by uh, the gentleman i'm having a chat with if, you, if you've just joined us his name is Selalo Selota, a guitarist a musical genius and we're celebrating 20 years uh, in this uh, genre called jazz and the name of his latest offering is eight colors of the, of the rainbow and uh, we're not I'm going to play you mm. love to me um, she took care of her own mother uh, who lived until December last year that's 105 she, she was looking after her for 30 years I mm. watched them closely mm. and from that and including how my mother loved us her children I could you know so I, I brought that song in 
as part of the eight colors of the rainbow, as I say, love for my country, love for my fellow men and women, yeah. but also love for the girl child who represent a future mother uh, during this time that just passed now uh, 16 days of activism mm. um, you know I, I had to write a song that would resonate with both uh, the girls and the women and my mother as being one of the anchors in my life I, I could only find I needed to express my, gratu- my gratitude towards her, mm. her how she loved me and how she, she showed me love how she taught love mm. Uh, through that song while she's still alive I needed her to hear that song yeah yeah yeah. Great one. Um, just looking at your CD sleeve, it's quite interesting because um, there's an image of an envelope and uh, stamps and a losolota playing his uh, guitar. What is what is the the brand of your guitar, by the way? Oh, it's a Gibson guitar. It's a, a Gibson ES Elias one seven five. As if as if I know much about guitars. Anyway, um, <laughs> and um, and then it is addressed to the presidency of the Republic of South Africa, the Union be- uh, Buildings, Pretoria slash Tswane. Please tell us why um, your sleeve looks like this, and I hope the president has already uh, brought one, or we can send one to him. But anyway, yes, um, why why that sleeve? What is the message behind it, or the thought? The, the the main uh, core of the album, in terms of uh, the theme of the album, is about uh, unity. It's mm. about uh, one country. It's a, you know, the whole album was born out of me wanting to 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 give my own voice in terms of how I see ourselves as a country. Mm. It was sparked in 2016 when I observed the the racial contradictions that were coming forth. Mm. And uh, as the years go, I realized that, <laughs> you know, that, that rainbow nation is really quite scattered. And what does, when they say they need um, messengers, yeah. a musician is a messenger. Right. And I looked around my contemporaries and I asked myself, what are we saying? Mm. So so the, the three songs on that album, um, Eight Colors of the Rainbow, One Country, and, and uh, I'll Ask Freedom. freedom yeah are actually the anchor to that album whereby I need, you know, leaders, leaders in this country, the conscious mind of a South African citizen to listen and ask themselves questions. Mm. Uh, What do they say about that? Why are we failing to build a strong nation? Why are we failing to build a unified nation? Mm. Why are we failed to to live? Why are we failing to teach our children about unity, about one? Actually, children, in one of the songs, One Country, I'm saying... Through the eyes of the child before us, we can learn. Mm. We can learn from them because they come, they, they start being uh, very, very clean, and only later they get polarized by our own uh, prejudices as they see us uh, reacting to one another. Mm. So the, the, the message is really much to the leadership, to the country, to the citizen, to the individual who, who sees what is happening in the streets, who sees what is happening in the media, who hears what is happening out there. How bad has uh, 2020 been to you and your, your colleagues in the music industry, particularly live performers? It has been quite devastating uh, in my industry mm. and my colleagues. Um, I think many of us if we were to be put in a room and tell our stories of our losses, mm. um, you, would, you would swear that we are like a, an abandoned child. Right. In my industry, 
we haven't seen any relief. We hear relief uh, being talked about. Actually, the people who are depending on on, on social grants are much better off mm. than, than we are in my industry. Mm. I can tell you that. I, I, you must have seen me a few days uh, running around the country, selling CDs from door to door. Yeah. That is my everyday job. Mm. I always go out on my social media and check who's interested in buying my CD. Mm. And, and when they connect with me, I say to them, please find out next to you, around your, your circle, around your followers, who would need the CD. Mm. And, you know, so that has been the journey of trying to, to survive. I'm glad you just didn't sit by and blame and blame and blame. And you, and you could do that. You can sit down and feel sorry for yourself, but you didn't. You went out there. You didn't say, you know, I'm the Sinaloa So who's going to be looking at me selling CDs from my vehicle? You went out there and you understood that it is about your livelihood. And I really applaud you for that. I think it's a lesson for many of us to say the hustle just doesn't stop. And it doesn't matter who you are. Uh, so uh, well done to you. I, I think from you, that is the one biggest lesson that I have taken. Resoluta, you know, um, it is almost two o'clock. This time flew by. And um, I think one last question to you, and I'm sure we're going to have many such conversations with you uh, with time to come. What can you say uh, to someone who's listening? Where can they get these CDs um, about your, your latest uh, offerings? And just give us your socials as well while you edit. Um Actually, most of my postings are on Facebook, and, and I also have a Twitter handle, Celilo underscore Celota, mm-hmm. and my Instagram also is Celilo dot Celota. Mm-hmm. But um, I do respond to, to those that would like to have uh, the, my copies of a CD. Those that are around uh, where I am in Gauteng, I do deliver. Mm-hmm. And those that are far away, Cape Town, Deb, and uh, Port Elizabeth, East London, I have... I have curated the CDs. There are people who have my CDs as far as, as far as New York. Mm-hmm. I have curated those CDs. Yes. Wonderful. And, uh, yeah. And, and, um, where I get a little space where I'm allowed under the COVID, uh, restrictions where I'm allowed with 50 people, I do go in that space and take my acoustic guitar and give a very much exclusive 50 people number or a hundred people number. Wonderful. That's where I also bring my CDs there. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Ndadesa We're going to have uh, many more long conversations with you, uh, no doubt. But thank you so much for uh, giving us your time this afternoon. And as far as uh, some music that comes out of this uh, latest offering, Eight Colors of the Rainbow, stay tuned. We'll squeeze in a song uh, or two just before the end of the show.